0: Two weeks. <laughs> Have a bad as a keepsake.
1: Shooter from the belt to the plate. A swing and a miss. And that's the winner. That's the a winner. A World Series winner for the Cardinals. Smith, Clark's one in the right. home run, and the Cardinals have won the game, a three-to-two, and a home run by the How so crazy, swinging a long one in the left field, else goodbye, and maybe that's the winner, a three-run homer by Clark, and the Cardinals lead by the score to five, and they may go to the World Series on that one, folks. What a team. What a ride. Daps
2: into clever. Welcome to That's a Winner Podcast. I am Ryan Jenkins and with me as always is Josh Brown. Josh, um a lot's happened since the last time that we've uh that we've been on air and um you know, what should we dive into first?
0: Yeah, it's been about a month. Yeah. We've had a litany of reasons of why. Most most of them are excuses, but <laughs> I had a pretty big trip to Scotland a couple of weeks ago. I know you had a bout with COVID as well a couple of weeks ago. So we just, I mean, travel and everything else. Everybody knows the summer gets a little crazy, but hey, it's the All-Star break. You know, we're here on Wednesday night. Games don't start back till Friday for most teams. So we've got a little bit of time to uh, maybe talk some. We, we had a pretty fun weekend this past weekend at Bush on Saturday. Got to do a Blogger Day. For those of you watching who maybe write for some of the Cardinals blogs or or do podcasts, this year they added podcasts to the medium, which is how we got to go there. But they brought Blogger Day back after, I think, two or three years that hadn't hadn't gone on because of COVID. Uh, that's always a fun event. I mean, comp tickets in a party suite, about a 30, 35-minute Q&A with Mo. That was pretty interesting. He was pretty pretty uh, candid pretty laid back. I would say probably uh, the most cordial maybe the, the nicest I've seen him at one of those I've been to, I think that's the third blogger day that I've been to back when I used to write for FanSided. And so, yeah, it was fun. He had some interesting comments. We could talk some about that. You got to meet Nolan Gorman.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot that occurred just in the last weekend, you know, um, but let's start with Mo, I guess. So conversation with Mo, um, it was, he was, a, you know, you, you said coming in that people usually go away uh, from that thinking Mo is awesome. And and I would say that I and shocking look, I'm not I would have been a mode attractor since day one that he started. I have just not been a fan of his smugness, of his just just didn't like him in general. I just didn't like his interviews. I just didn't just didn't like it. And I I come away from from that singing he was actually, you know, he was funny. He was yeah, he had some charisma. He was a nice guy, like he was a normal dude, right? And I took came away from it actually liking him more than I had before, which is you could you kind of said that's what people take away from it usually. Um and he was a lot more candid. He didn't give as many canned answers right um as I would say people are used to uh to like the media. Um but I mean that's that's kind of where I sit with it.
0: Yeah, I, I think a lot a lot of people come that way. I mean it depends on the question you ask sometimes, right? And I told you that when we came in, you know, the first 10, 15 minutes and sometimes it can be longer than that. Matter. A little bit of softball. Court. I that mean, they were
2: initially. I, they were very. I was like, all right, anybody gonna get anything good here? Like, yeah. we don't have much time. Let's let's use this.
0: Yeah, and I think part of that maybe is just some timidness from people coming in. Maybe there's some new people coming. They they just you know don't want to kind of ask too hard right off the bat. But I mean, Mo even said it himself, and, and it felt like he meant it. You know that the reason that they do this, someone don't even ask, You know, like, why are you swimming? You could send Michael Gershon here. He's technically the GM now. You're the president of baseball operations. And a part of that is with COVID, he said, you know, his role kind of was starting to settle in as a pobo. And then he kind of had to jump back in a little bit more with that. But he said, I mean, mainly, you know, we do this because good, bad, ugly, you know, you guys are talking about the Cardinals. You're writing about the Cardinals and you have subscribers and listeners, and it's a median that people listen to. And so they, they appreciate, the fact that you know fans are passionate enough to, to do this stuff. And, and it, it didn't feel like he was just saying that. It felt like he actually meant it. Uh, and part of it, like he said, is is to kind of peel back the curtain a little bit on their processes and stuff. So there was a lot of questions about drafting, about you know prospects, about how they scout. Uh, had pretty interesting, I think one of the more interesting questions about Jeff Albert. And mm-hmm. Mo had plenty of praise to give him. I think the phrase he used, one of the phrases he used on Jeff Albert was, was he's not a traditional hitting coach he's more like a scientist in a lab but, i think was the phrase he used and that for me was like okay putting it that way i can see more he's when, not
2: a, he, he did say he's not a, a hitting instructor
0: yes which i thought was really interesting because mm-hmm. his role is a hitting coach but he said the philosophy that he's he's put forward at the high level the high vision for the for the entire organization he thinks he's achieved already and you know you look at guys like Nolan Gorman, Yepes, Brandon Donovan coming up. I mean, now um Yepes and and Gorman have had a little bit of a rut the last couple of weeks and Yepez is on the aisle right now. But uh those guys came up and have been hitting, been producing, got the launch angle, the exit velocity. So a lot of that's what he's been teaching. And and I think I think it is interesting that he he talked about him that way. and, and when I heard him give that answer, it kind of made me realize a little bit more like, okay, well, that's you know, the role they have from him isn't necessarily actual hitting coach. He, right. you know, he, he's not telling Goldschmidt and Arenado or Albert or Yachty, like what they need to be doing. He, he literally said he's, he's like a scientist in the lab. He's, you know, forward in the analytics and he's another voice and come in and say, and hey, what might, might I be missing here? You know, what can I do different? Like, so that, that I thought was interesting and it made sense to me. And he, I mean, the prospect things, he had a lot of interesting, you know, talk on that in the draft because, um, mean the Cardinals are more value out of their picks. And anyhow, right. But
2: what I took a, um, the most from it was actually a little insight into Jeff Albert and Mike Schilt. Yeah. I think I got more in a comment that he made than I ever did in the entire offseason of Mike Schilt being fired.
0: I, I think we got the philosophical differences yes. explained a little bit.
2: I think we, I think we finally understand what that is. I mean, what he said was people were complaining of coming to work and hating it. And they said it was Jeff Albert's fault or it was Mike Schilt's fault. And people hated each other, and they hated coming to work. I mean, you think about that—an organization of this magnitude, and guys are just going and running off to Mo and complaining, like, "Ugh, I hate it here." And then half of them said, "Fire Jeff Albert," and half of them were saying, "Fire Mike Schilt." So, whenever the players and some other people said, "You know," we were shocked. I don't think there was a shock. I think that was some BS that was given from players and some other people in the organization I don't, and i think the media should have been more on that if it was that well known but he pretty much said that once they got rid of jeff albert the chirping stopped and everyone was happy now the chirping hasn't completely stopped I and no uh, when they got rid of shield right, right 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 they yeah. said they kept when they kept jeff albert right then the chirping stopped about Jeff Albert. Yeah. And so and it has
0: this year. Now the offense has been better. It's still right. I be think people are, still times, are but. on,
2: but maybe more Twitter folk than, yeah. than anywhere else. Yeah. They're still off on Jeff Albert, but he pretty much said that it was Jeff Albert and Schilt that didn't like each yeah. other and it was creating an issue in the clubhouse. So I think at that point he had to decide is it Jeff Albert or Mike Schilt that we're getting rid right. of? And obviously he chose Jeff Albert, which yeah. I think we knew that part in, yeah. uh, already,
0: but and by the high praise he gave Jeff Albert, I mean it's not entirely surprising that that that's why he got rid of shield I mean Schilt, if he, if he really feels like he's completed that, you know, he's he's reached that philosophy that he's put forward and, and at the high level and is doing it well. Then and he had some high praise for Marmol as well. Talked a little bit about him. Had some comments of just you know, you know, obviously a lot of young managers don't get a chance to do this this young, especially this franchise. He thought he's been doing well. Um. But I think for me, the comment that stuck out most was when someone finally asked a little bit about the trade deadline, you know, and and him talking some about that, you know, it's pretty clear that we need innings, so we'll go after that. He didn't say for sure that it'll be a big, you know, big deal, but he did say that, yeah, we'll probably take a different route than, you yes. know, Jay Happ or John Lester, a couple of older veterans last year kind of projects. So, I mean, by that measure, you would think he's going to go at least get someone a little bit more proven, maybe a little bit younger, maybe a couple of years of control. But we were talking about this earlier. I mean, you know, the the trade deadline this year in, in terms of pitching and starters, there's not a lot of great ones available unless you're going to go after like a young one like Montes or the Giants are going to offload, you know, Carlos Rodon, which it could have been. Right. I mean, they're pretty far out from the dodgers now but they're still in play for they're third wild card four
2: spot. Out from wild card or something like that yeah, yeah. so I, th- I think it was really telling the way that he that he talked about it he's was yeah. he still of,
0: pretty he, candid about it. Yeah, i mean he, like yeah like peeled, we need innings
2: he peeled back the, the the layers a little bit and was like look we're not going to really go the same last year we're going to try and get something a little more substantial someone that's going to go more than five innings every five days i think is is the quote that he said? Someone that's going to give him more than five innings every five days yeah,
0: need quality starts.
2: Yeah, and so I think that was really more than I expected to get out of him. Um, to be honest, now um, in that conversation, someone asked about um, players that are off limits. Is there anyone off limits? I think that was a big part of that conversation too. He said no one is off limits. He said I always had, I always worked in absolutes before. Not anymore. And he said I don't pigeonhole myself into absolutes. Meaning, he said. Yeah. Uh, if Mike Trout became available, we would be interested. Right. And, yeah. and at that time, literally, I saw that Juan Soto had come out, that he declined.
0: Five minutes into his Q&A. And he, he had no idea that that information had come out.
2: I showed it to you, and I said, oh, Juan Soto's just announced that he's he's not taking that deal. So that opened up that that part of it. But he was giving hypotheticals through Mike Trout. And he said no one was off limits. He would trade anyone. If he felt it and yeah. it helped the
0: club, you would probably trade player X for Mike Trout. Someone said Shohei Otani. he was like, "Yeah, you'd probably right. trade." Some of us were saying Juan Soto. I don't know if he heard it, yeah. but I'm sure he would have nodded his head as he well. Maybe have already known about Juan Soto. Yeah, you know. May, maybe so. Maybe they've already been talking. Right. But, I mean, if he didn't and he nodded his head and then he saw that information afterwards, he's probably like, "Oh uh, gosh."
2: Yeah. So you know, so he he opened up the door without opening up the door because we didn't know he didn't really or you know. As a group, we didn't know that Juan Soto was now available, right? And we didn't know that the Cardinals so they were going to be open to trading him, at least, right? And we didn't really know that. And he kind of opened his opened the door and then spoke in the hypothetical version of that using Mike Trout as that centerpiece, and he pretty much said no one is off, no one is off the table. Um, you know, you have to assume that's Goldie is not off the table, and and Arenado it doesn't make right. sense because the value back to anyone doesn't make a lot of
0: sense. He was definitely talking prospect wise,
2: right? Absolutely, sure. and I think I think that's what how I took it as well. Pretty much was, would you take, would you trade Jordan Walker for Mike Trout? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to, if
0: you would Mike Trout, why would you not Juan Soto, who's eight years younger, seven years younger? But he's
2: also regarded as the best player in baseball. But yes, that's, that's why you do it. But that's, that's part of the conversation that I had that I took away from Mo as well.
0: So you're telling me we're going to trade for, right? <laughs> 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 we're, we're gonna get into this, I promise. Yeah. We're gonna we've got opinions on this.
2: Yeah, I you know oh yeah, well let's table that for a moment. So let's go back to John Moselock and talk about the question asked. We yes, you, and I both had the same question when we what we wanted to ask, and it was pretty much in the same line. So go ahead. What did, what did you ask John, and what was his his uh, answer back?
0: Yeah, so I mean, 15 minutes in, you know, we had I mean, people were asking good questions, but they were a little bit more kind of soft questions. and so, um yeah, I mean, I just asked him somebody had asked about the trade deadline and kind of staying on that topic you know before, so this was Saturday we were at Bush. The day before that Friday, Derek Gould had a story that had comments from Nolan Arno about, um, I mean, he pretty much said, you know, i don't I don't want to win the wild card anymore. Like I want to win the division. I've never won a division. I've never been a part of that. Obviously, you make the pro- playoffs great, that's the goal. But I want to win the division. And he said, We're right there. We're right here in it. There's there's some, some things that we need. It always feels good to add. These were the comments that Arenado had. So I just asked him, I said, look, you know, obviously those comments perked our ears up. I'm sure you saw it. When you've got a franchise soup, you know, star player having those comments who's got an opt-out at the end of this year. And this is exactly how I phrased the question. And I said, you know, Adam Wayne writes a question mark next year. Uh, uh, Yachty and Albert this is their last ride when you kind of look at all together with no one's comments does it motivate you a little bit more maybe to go out and make a bigger trade this year or make a you know make a bigger move than in years past or does it motivate Mr. DeWitt to say yeah let's go for it a little bit more this year given that you know are not opt out given that it's Albert and Yachty's last ride possibly Wayne Wright's, although I think he'll be back but I just asked him that and I thought I was just going to get kind of a sarcastic. And he did say, he said, well, I, you know, I, I'll answer simply. No, it doesn't. Yeah. You know, it doesn't. His first thing was no, no. And that was his <laughs> first thing. So he was honest, but he said, you know, it, I mean, he didn't just completely pass it off. So he did. And that was when he talked a little bit more about like, it's clear that we need pitching clear that we need innings. We're going to be involved. We're going to be involved in the trade deadline. So even him, even him saying those things was, I mean, more than we would get in the past. So I had to ask the question. And, and of course, he said, too, you know, it doesn't – there's so much we look at this, you know, we're not going to just blow up the farm system, right? Which, I, I mean, none of us would expect them to, especially for pitching this trade deadline. But he said, too, like, look, you know, myself, Mr. DeWitt, we want to win the division as well. And I know no one hasn't had that happen, but we've had it happen quite a bit over the last 10 years, which is true. Uh, so in, in, in that way, obviously I wasn't trying to phrase the question like, you know, Moe and DeWitt don't want to win the division. Of course they do. But I think, you know, uh, um, it was interesting that this even let us know like, yeah, we're going to be active in the trade deadline. So this is the part that
2: I wrote down of what he said. Uh, I kind of just kind of wrote it down as his answer, but his answer was no to you. But he said, you could, you could let comments affect your thinking, but I think that would be silly. Right. We have plans and decisions that uses math and that really doesn't change our plans we want to win the division too we are trying as well yeah, like yeah. that was the big thing was like yeah nolan we want to win the division as well you're not the only one that wants to win the division that was kind of his yeah. his knockback at our that's how i took it was like yeah bro yeah we want that as well yeah. uh, and pretty much he says we have a, a calculation of how we get to point a and point b why we would say yes and why we would say no to certain things is based on, you know, math as he said, of how we get there. And was it a canned answer? Did he answer the way I expected? Kinda sort of. Yeah. That's kind of what I expected yeah. out of it. I'd expect him to be like, you know what, we're so scared now. Arnold is gonna opt out. We're gonna do whatever he says. You know, he was never going to say that. That was never gonna be what what changed it.
0: But No, and obviously they're banking on, you know, he's not gonna leave all that money on the table, no one. And he probably he probably won't. I mean, he- even just based on last year we only made the wild card. We just barely got in. And before you could even get to the wild card game, he's like, Yeah, I'm not opting out. So coming off a 17 game win streak. Right, he was right. pretty high. Yeah, pretty <laughs> high. But I mean, you know, what we're half a game out of first place. We were further than that last last year at this point for sure. Probably four, five, six games out at this point last year after the atrocious June we had yeah. last year. So I think I mean that was calculated by Nolan. Ar- Arnato by saying that I think if anything he knew like well at least get Mo it'll at least get people asking Mo about that and thinking more about, you know being active so I think it's pretty clear they're going to be active I think I think Mo we didn't ask him this and I wish we would have like hey do you believe you can count on anything from Jack Flaherty this season
2: no one did I, no one yeah no I, I, I mentioned- wish I would have
0: thought that in the moment that would have been a good question I mean I'm sure he would have tiptoed around that carefully but I'm sure he's thinking like most of us, like, yeah, like he's gotta approach this trade deadline in terms of pitching. Like like you can't count on anything from, right. from Jack, because there's nothing guaranteed. I mean, the fact of the matter is the guy has not been out on the mound every fifth day healthy since twenty twenty.
2: And you right. really and you really can't depend on Matt's either, even though he's gonna go. I right, think, he's gonna pitch this weekend. Is it Friday or no? I don't they I haven't see, announced I thought they saw the, I thought I saw it, but um either way, Matt's is gonna get the opportunity and you well, can't really he's
0: with us for four years well so. right
2: but I, you just you can't guarantee he's gonna be healthy right, either. Right. you can't guarantee he's gonna give you anything out of it so why you know you have to make moves uh in thinking that way but um but then we let's kind of move on to juan soto
0: yep Juan. by the way the you sending us comments here on the live stream we, we appreciate that i see john Brajner, if i'm pronouncing that wrong sorry what about Noah Syndergaard we can get in some pitching candidates for the trade deadline that's one you you and I have talked about off off the air uh Travis Swindell as well I hope the Cardinals get Juan Soto right there with you Travis
2: yeah so Travis Swindell Swindell probably right swindle, yeah probably Swindell sorry let's get into to to the Juan Soto part of it uh good a good eye on the chat there that they uh, popped up good job there um he's well, on, on the block
0: uh, Juan Soto they didn't even fly him out to the all-star game man I couldn't believe that. <laughs> that's had, how he, bad it is. Could you
2: imagine getting on your flight to LA to go to the All-Star game and Juan Soto is on your flight with you?
0: Waiting at the airport two hours for could commercial. you
2: imagine? I would like, oh, that right there, I'm surprised he, I don't know, that's just crazy to me, but yeah. he was the only representative, so my thought, like, well, if anyone else was there, like, then they obviously screwed them, too. Right. But he was the one and only representative. Still messed up. That's crazy. I mean, Very and, crazy. And
0: the fact that he gets in, like, what, two in the morning and then gives a big middle finger by winning the Oh, yeah, winning the home run derby is just oh, fantastic gosh. all right okay. and he seems like a humble guy because that news came out that was not from juan soto he didn't come out and right. complain about that he, he didn't said i'm not say signing it
2: with him yes he else leaked it could have been yeah. his agent somebody but... well
0: somebody somebody got that information somehow and of course asked boris about it and boris boris immediately was like yeah that's true and it happened and so you know if anything kudos with juan soto he does not seem like He's hiring drama to a a clubhouse at all. He seems like a pretty humble kid, which is the type of personality you want. Even I mean, he's a superstar. He doesn't have to act, act that way. So let's just
2: say the Cardinals are actively, which we, you know, there are reports out there that they are actively putting together an offer to send to the Nationals. Who is off limits to you, uh, for the Cardinals to give up? Are do you have any like? No, we are not giving up. X, Y, or Z. Do you have anybody?
0: Uh, we've talked about this a lot via text. I, I mean, I think it depends on what type of deal you're doing, right? So, so Jim Bowden or Bowden, if if I'm pronouncing it wrong, Jim, I'm sorry. He's with the Athletic. He he came out with an article today talking about what it's going to take, talking about what the Nationals are thinking, and he literally said, and let me read it here so I don't get it wrong. He put in his story on the Athletic. Um, bottom line, the Nationals want the Corbin, Patrick Corbin salary off their books, even if they end up with fewer players or prospects in the deal because of it. Right. So let's, so that let's, was like the big thing today. So
2: let's segment it into two different scenarios, Right. because I think they can still trade Juan Soto and don't give up Patrick Corbin because people right. don't want
0: to teams. also will yeah, say they might just want to do, they with might it. just find that. Yeah. Nobody's going to do that. So then you're like, right. okay, well then we're just going to listen to deals just for Juan.
2: So let's just, let's just look at it as Juan Soto. Cardinals are going to get Juan Soto. Who are off limit from the Cardinals that you say no, we cannot give up.
0: It's so tough, man. Because just like just like Mo said, I mean, I think even Jordan Walker, I think Juan Soto is one of those guys that he he might be worth it. And what's so unique about this trade? And I was trying to look this up earlier. Like, when's the last time a superstar player this early in in you know their age? Became available in the trade, and really right. it was Miguel Cabrera was the was the last one.
2: But Juan Soto broke in, in nine at nineteen years yeah, old, which is twenty.
0: but he's like World Series MVP at what twenty-one? Yeah, which
2: is well, that means. But either way, my point is, he came in earlier than right. ever. You know, right? Than than normal, he got to the MLB faster than the average player. Right. So, yeah, you're not going to find a comp for that, right? It's going to no. be really, really difficult to find a comp. For me, there's a I ha, I don't see Juan Soto as a must do for the St. Louis Cardinals. It is like a need versus a want, right? We don't need him because our outfield is is, is fine, but he is in theory hasn't
0: been fine this year.
3: It, yeah, it. it you're, granted, there's right. injuries and other things, Inj-
2: but. lots of injuries, and in, and in, and. But I think there there's a we have a lot of prospects for the outfield, and we have three decent outfielders that that the Cardinals lot. Right. Right. So need versus want, We don't need an outfielder. But would we take an outfielder that is one of the top ten players in the MLB?
0: Yes. Oh, yeah, I would say top five. Yeah. Even. Top even.
2: five players in the MLB. You will be taking? Yeah, we'll take him, but what at what cost? To me, you get this deal done it's going to take you at least five or six players. Without yes, without or just soda. But without mortgaging right now because the goal to sign Juan Soto should be what to win a World Series in that two and a half year window before, and that's he, what's unique. This
0: isn't a half season rental, yeah. this isn't just a one year rental, right? It's two and a half, yeah, seasons. It's a which, longer chunk, which than even normal. if he walks, depending on who you give up, might be worth it. So Absolutely, and that's what's tough. It's like if you told me right now, hey, if Jordan Walker's included in the deal, or Jordan Walker's included in the deal, but you're also going to sign Juan Soto to a 12 year deal, I'd be like, yeah, do it, do it right now. I mean, I, I would. I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. But because we don't have that, we right. don't know. That's where it's like, it's tough. So that's another scenario. If he walks in, in two and a half seasons, I, I don't know if I would want Jordan Walker in that deal.
2: But I also think there's 0% chance the Cardinals sign him. I think it is a unless it was Unless it was
0: less about the money for him and more about just not I think, wanting to be with the Nationals.
2: I think that it is as well. But I still don't see the Cardinals. The biggest contract that Cardinals have ever given up is Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah. And it's one
0: hundred sixty. Yeah, it's and not even that was a hometown discount a, for, for Goldie. Yeah. So,
2: I don't think the Cardinals will ever would ever sign him, and I think that they're doing this for a two and a half year window to have Goldie and Arnado in their prime, which would be
0: amazing, right?
2: And I think that's the goal. I think but that would be still the real need goal. pitching. Yes,
0: <laughs> but here's my thing: if we don't, and everyone's saying, "Well, we need pitching, we need pitching," yes, but on the flip side of this, how many times has Max Scherzer or David Price? or name top pitcher been available and we don't go get them or I, we don't get it done. So, so it's not like we're going this off season and going to get Max Scherzer right. or we're going to get Jacob deGrom. That's not going to happen either. So I'm like, at least this would be exciting.
2: I think the Cardinals are more likely to spend a lot of money on someone that plays every day. I think that's a big Mo. Like Juan Soto. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I think, yeah. I think that's a big uh, Mo MO. Right. Right. Of his is not to spend the money on huge dollars. On a guy that plays every five days, they're willing to spend the money on the superstar every single day, right? And I think that they, they, he's proven that they've proven that the same. Those Cardinals have proven that with the offer they gave Pujols eleven years ago, yeah. with the the money they've they've taken on with Arenado, the money they've taken on, they've done with uh, Matt Holiday and those guys. I mean, I think Matt Holiday was the biggest contract ever for the Cardinals before, before Goldie, Goldie, yeah. Goldie signed. So, yeah, but the absolute for me is don't deplete everything right now because yeah. you still have that two and a half year window that you want to win in. I think that's the main goal. So how can you not deplete that window right this moment and not deplete the window in three, four five years from now as right. well.
0: There's and just so many scenarios. There
2: right. are, but to me, I say no Jordan Walker. No, you don't, you don't have Jordan Walker in the deal. You don't have one Gorman in the deal. Besides that,
0: well, let me ask you this. What if Jordan Walker was in the deal, but, but we still have Gorman and Dylan Carlson.
2: See, I would rather would that
0: still be worth it to you?
2: No, I would rather lose Dylan Carlson than Jordan Walker. Because Dylan Carlson is being replaced by Juan Soto. Right. Jordan Walker is mortgaging your future if Goldie is retiring in three two right. years, or you know, if he walks or goes away or whatever. They don't Jordan, resign him. Don't resign him. Jordan Walker is gonna be the first baseman or the DH, right? In two years, yeah. that's where he's gonna fit in. They're not like the same position. If they, if this was Jordan Walker, is a true right fielder, which he can play, right? But if he was a right fielder and that's where he was going to be for the St. Louis Cardinals, then yeah, Juan Soto would be blocking him right. from making his way. But he's, he's not. Jordan Walker has other avenues to be able to make this team. Yeah. Well,
0: in, so, in my thought scenario, there's if you do keep Carlson and Gorman, and the odds are you're trading, like I said, Walker would be a deal. Either Tom Neal or Harrison Bader. They'd, yeah. I would assume they probably would want. O'Neill over Bader would be my guess offensively. Um, but maybe Mason Wynn isn't in that trade either. So we talked about that. If Walker's in, maybe Wynn's out. You don't do this trade if Walker and Mason Wynn are both no. in it. That would just be nuts.
3: I would agree. But,
0: you know, that's a guy, if they're that high on him, maybe he's the future shortstop and maybe, you know, Tommy Evans back at second. Or he's rotating around again, or Nolan Gorman's mainly DHing. Maybe Juan Yepes is in the deal. I don't know. I mean, the, the tough thing or the, the good thing with this is the Cardinals have prospects right now that not until this year have been higher. Right. So, like Juan Yepes is already his ceiling, 20,
2: his ceiling is now. Yeah. it's already, 20, already his, 24.
0: His ceiling yeah, might be he's right, right a now. 280th something right. pick. So, him, Yepes, guys like that, that I mean, even Alec Burleson has kind of come right. out of nowhere a little bit more this year. So, like, those are well, guys you have high value for that you weren't counting on having. Even Gomez
2: in the minors yeah. has higher value than he ever has before. Yeah. So let me let let me ask you this: Would you trade? Would you include? I'm not going to say this this person, this person. Would you trade in a trade? Would you have Tyler O'Neill? Would you be willing to let go of Tyler O'Neill?
0: Yeah. I think so, mainly because of the – mainly and, and maybe the Nationals are sitting there saying, yeah, we're not going to do that, but because of the injury issues. Right. What I about, mean, we are, saw what he can do, and he's almost fully healthy. And it, it looks like it could be really good, like 30-30, you know, 40-25, 30 stolen bases, 40 home runs. But he hasn't been that this year. He's not been healthy at all.
2: So uh, Travis Swindle said, don't trade Molina or Bader. So would you trade Harrison Bader?
0: I think I would. Yeah, uh, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I love the gold glove. I know he's a fan favorite. He's yeah. doing better offensively this year. But, I mean, it's Juan Soto. Yeah. That, that's that's the thing with this. It's just like we talked about. And you said, you know, Juan Soto broke in at 19 years old in 2018. 116 games, 22 home runs. Right.
2: At 19 years 406,
0: old. A 406 OBP at 19 years old. 2019 only got better. That was actually that was his, his best year. It was nineteen. Yeah. Thirty-four home runs, 110 RBIs, and 150 games at 20 years old. Uh, twenty twenty-one years old. Or actually that was twenty nineteen at twenty. And he finished ninth in MVP. They won the World Series that year. So look, the the, the thing with me on this is like this is a once this is a once in a lifetime thing that a guy this good, this young is is, is available this early. People are calling him the modern Ted Simmons for the way that he hits, the way that he gets on base. I mean, right now he's got like 78, 79 walks compared to like 50 strikeouts. I mean, he walks more than he strikes out every year, which is which is unheard of in today's game, while still hitting bombs, while still hitting great with runners in scoring position. Like all the things. I mean, the only the only knock on him might be that like he's an okay fielder.
2: Right. He's not a great fielder. He's which, not.
0: given everything else, I think you'd be okay with
2: the Cardinals. Don't like to lack in defense. No, but but
0: <laughs> but again, Dylan Carlson has shown oh, yes. he can play center field totally fine. So, so my you,
2: question is, would you let Dylan Carlson go? Is he that, is that he, would
0: be hard? For me. I do not one if Walker's in the deal too. I think if Walker's in the deal too, I do not want. So it's either way, if if Carlson's in the deal, so I don't want the other. Yeah, both in. I don't. What think about that, two out? because you forget Dylan Carlson's the same age as Juan Soto right actually a few days a few days older I think or or younger but they're both 23
2: according to the the MLB trade simulator Dylan Carlson is the highest valued player on the St. Louis
0: Cardinals switch hitter we've got him for a lot more years he is
2: young the control the Cardinals have and the upside that's why he's the highest valued player that the Cardinals have is because of contract is so cheap right now yeah his Obviously, he's in arbitration for multiple years, and he's young, and the upside is is high. So, would you give up two of the current outfielders in a deal?
0: I would do Tyler O'Neill, Juan Yepes. If you could, if you wanted to count him as an sure. outfielder, he's been playing outfield. Um, Newt, Newt, or this—that's so the thing. Yeah, they need to pick either between Newt or Alec Burleson. I mean, they haven't called Burleson up this year because he's not on the forty-man, and they right. act—they act like. Trying right. not to get people in the forty man and off is like this crazy, you know, thing. So you need to pick one or the other there. So yeah, I would say like O'Neal, Burleson, Yepes, Win. So if you, it's not Walker, so you,
2: but you're but you're open to all those. So what about yeah. would you trade uh, now, Tommy p- Edmond? We
0: haven't even talked pitching. I know. They're gonna want pitching right. too. But how
2: would you trade Tommy Edmond? Would you allow him to be in the deal? Not saying who else is in the right, deal, right. but would would you be willing to lose Tommy Edmond in the deal?
0: It's, it's it's an if thing for me. Yeah, if, if Nolan Gorman no, isn't in, if Brandon Donovan isn't in. Singularly, I think I would want to keep Edmund. I'd okay. rather have. I wow, would, you've changed. I would rather and have Donovan in, or or maybe even Gorman in over Edmund. I, and sure. I, no,
3: I, I would love Gorman. I think I'm he's a, got a high ceiling. I'm
2: but, a big Tommy Edmund fan, but I'm taking Gorman or
0: Edmund. Yeah. I mean, Edmund's value is, is, is in the speed. Yeah. His on base percentage is better this year, and they can play literally everywhere. Mm-hmm. Except first base and catcher.
2: So you're willing to give up Donovan? Then obviously, yeah. Are you willing to give up? So you know we're going to leave the corner, so We're going to keep Arnado and Goldie. They don't want their right. contracts anyway. No. Are you willing to give up Gorman?
0: Again, if Walker's. Not, yeah. I mean, it's got to be one of the See, other.
2: See, I, I, am a anti. I don't want to give up. I don't want to give up Tommy, but I, I would be willing to. Like that's and like. I last. think
0: I think the Cardinals can sweeten this deal with libertor with zach yes. thompson we haven't even talked about the pitchers, and look i know that those are two of like our best pitching prospects, prospects right yeah. now but i'll be honest with you i haven't been very impressed with what i've seen with matthew libertor Now i know it's really early yeah. like these guys can pan out later but he he reminds me a lot of um oh who was it that we traded for Arnato? this is the main pitcher involved the lefty i cannot remember the top of my head um He's been doing nothing with the Rockies. Now, granted, good, oh he's gosh. in Colorado, so it's oh my uh, gosh, Gomber, Gomber, yes. Yeah, yeah. the the way the way that Libertor looks reminds me a little bit of Gomber, and, Austin Gomber, yes, Austin, yeah. and Gomber like was pretty good for us
3: yeah, for a year and was. a half. I mean, he had he, some good he was,
0: starts. He had he had some uh, good bullpen relief, and I mean, he's a little bit more of a senior guy than Gorman, but Gorman he, he, they they similar to me because they they both don't throw hard. They're under ninety five most of the time, both of them. They have to spot up to get there. Now, now, obviously, Libertor's got got Gomber on. He's got that curveball. That's he's got a pretty nasty curveball. But he just hasn't impressed me too much. I mean, Zach Thompson has impressed me more this year than than Matthew Libertor. Zach Thompson has has looked. But I would trade. I would put either of them in the deal.
2: I would say, look, here's here's where I really sit with it. One out, one starting outfielder can go. Doesn't matter if it's Carlson, and I think it has to be Carlson when you start talking about this conversation because of his value. Um, when you talk about it. So I am fine with one starting outfielder to go. And any any pitcher on the pros- – yeah. including Libertor and Zach Thompson as prospects, even though they're on the or, roster.
0: Or what about Jack Flaherty?
2: Yeah, he has no value. I mean, you
0: can't say he has no he value. Doesn't,
2: his, he doesn't have any value. Like his value – You don't
0: think – if they threw his, him in with top prospects, his that they value would be, is
2: lowest, lower now than it has been. Let ever me ask been.
0: you this. Do you think the Nationals would rather have Jack Flaherty or Matthew Libertor?
2: Yeah, I would assume Flaherty. You know what I mean? Yeah, just, I the name assume.
0: You still think about 2019. You still think about how good he is when healthy. Now, I don't think, I don't think the Cardinals would do that. But, I mean, it, if it swung the deal to them, yeah, maybe. I mean, but, he hasn't been on the but mound. But the Cardinals
2: shouldn't, in theory, because he's literally at his lowest Valued point ever, right, right, right. He's
0: never been, but he's also gone in like two and a half years or two years.
2: Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm I'd be fine with it. I mean, I don't look. Literally, I'm sure Mo
0: would do it. Look,
2: only person they're not <laughs> trading. On a, only person they're not trading on the on the pitching staff is Wainwright. Right, right. Everyone else is available. Right. It doesn't matter. Wainwright, he's the only one you're not trading. It doesn't matter. I mean, even Miles Michaelis, they would they would listen. Yeah, it doesn't I mean, matter.
0: the Nats wouldn't do it because of his contract. Exactly, he doesn't. He's making too much amount. money, yeah. and they're, they're trying
2: to shed contract. They're trying to shed the money, so it wouldn't make sense. They to take to
0: Hudson. Do they want to Hudson? They I get his
2: autograph ball now. Now, I, I need all.
0: all <laughs> You've got Gorman. You got a Gorman bat, a Hudson ball. Yeah, and then they're both gone in two yeah, weeks. Yeah, that'd You're be like, oh. awful.
2: <laughs> But uh, yeah, so that's you know, I don't, I just one outfielder I'd be willing to give up. They can have. Pretty much any prospect I just want would want to hold on to to Gorman if you're going to call him a prospect, but I don't think he's a prospect anymore he's yeah, here I mean, he's
0: still I mean and, he's still and, he's only been up for like
2: and a I want month. to keep Walker I think beside that, yeah, I'm fine now if we talk about at the beginning we talked about if we're talking about with Patrick Corbin or without Patrick Corbin, right. it really changes the whole deal of what's about. I think you can get away with Patrick Corbin and not get give when.
0: Walker. Um, oh, for sure. Gorman. not both. For sure. Not both. I mean, I, th- I still think it would take one of those three, but I can tell you that. It, I mean, I feel pretty confident in saying if the Cardinals come and say, we're, well, we're going to take Corbin's contract that they're not for sure. Not giving up Jordan Walker. Right. I mean, that's a non-starter. Yeah. If we're and, thinking on that, it's yeah, not happening, but I do think it would still take one of win or Gorman and then maybe an outfielder pitching prospect or two. It definitely wouldn't take five or six players at that point. It shouldn't. And,
2: you know, Wynn is an exciting player. And, you know, when he was in the Futures game, he threw the ball 101 mile an hour over, which is exciting. But he doesn't hit home runs. Neither does Tommy.
0: Right? So if you – You don't want two similar, very similar up the middle.
2: You have Donovan, Tommy, and Sosa, and um, Wynn, right? So if you trade Gorman, those are your options up the middle. They don't hit home runs. Gorman is the only bopper on the roster and in the prospects that plays up the middle. Right. So I don't, I think Gorman would be like one of the worst way. But to now go. that
0: I think about it, I mean, the Cardinals had some really good years with what, I mean, it was Ozzy Smith at shortstop. Wasn't, to, wasn't Tommy hurt second with him. And neither of those guys were now Tommy. Hurt was a really good, like RBI guy. I think one year he had like eight home runs and like, 110 rbi well, but even but back to the, the game's different Renteria now. yeah and
2: uh, fernando vina at second yeah. like yeah they it was small hitting guys but now right. we're talking this era it's about hitting home runs right, right. um seth Teal asks, what's the legit chance to get soto
0: what do you want to do like maybe like a percentage yeah
2: what do you what do you think if, <sighs> if you're gonna if you were gonna give a percentage what chance would you give the cardinals acquire juan soto
0: So the tough thing about this is Mike Rodriguez, Mike at Mike Deportes, MLB insider, broadcaster and analyst for the Cubs and White Sox in Spanish. So this guy is kind of similar to like their Benji Molina, uh, if you want to comp it that way with us. But he had the Javier Baez deal this Mm offseason for anybody. was credited by John Heyman for that. So fairly reputable source. He did say today that, according to my sources, several teams, Mets, Yankees, Cardinals, Dodgers, White Sox, are preparing offers to try to take Juan Soto from the Nationals. That's a tough thing. If we're competing with those other teams, I mean, how often have we finished second to the Red we're Sox? We're so close, yeah. The Red Sox you know, to David Price or the Yankees with John Cole Stanton. Now, had Stanton, a deal in place with the Giants. So did the Yankees. He chose the Yankees' fault. But it's tough for I me. Mean, I'm like the Dodgers and the Yankees okay. seem like they would be ones to say well you know if the if the Nats say well the Cardinals got the deal right now like we're giving you one last chance they would go over the top
2: well, let's say let's say first odds Juan Soto gets traded this season
0: i'd put that at 50% right now which i feel like is pretty high and it maybe even higher and, I, and it sounds silly but i would say mainly because of what just came out the other day about them not triggering him a flight. <laughs> I mean, that just yeah. sounds, that yeah, sounds like the relationship, the relationship is, is sour. decimated. Yeah. yeah. Like it's very, like, that's pretty petty. So. Which makes it sound like
2: they'd be willing to move him for less.
0: Well, and if you really right? think that, well, for less or, but also if they really think that, you know, if if they know he's not going to sign with them at all right now is the, is the best trade package. Right. You're going to get as soon as you can. Right? Yeah. I mean, his down year right now is he's batting 250, right? But he's still got 20 home runs. He's still OBPs over 400. You know, like it, it's, it's, I mean, this is the time to do it for them. So for the Cardinals, I will say if it's just Juan Soto, like 10% chance. That's 10%. And that'll be pretty high. If they're the team that's like, we take on Patrick Corbin's contract, which is another thing I don't see them doing because DeWitt doesn't like to take on that much money. But if it's that, I would say maybe like maybe forty percent. That's high. You know, I mean, so I, I f- mean, if they're really willing to do that, and I just don't, I, I mean, I just don't see them doing that because I think we talked about it. What Patrick Corbin's owed twenty four, twenty five million next year, and then it's last year of his deal in twenty twenty four. He's 30 owed thirty five million. million. Yeah, that's a lot of money. That's terrible. Maybe we can kick the young back to him to alleviate some of that. Young doesn't make that much. It's He's
2: making like 10, 11 or 12. Right? Yeah, next yeah. Year. it's not. I mean, yeah. It
0: would help a little bit.
2: Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know, I think about what are the odds that, they, that the Cardinals get Juan Soto. I I just, you know, it's not going to happen. It's just,
0: <laughs> that if you're competing with the Dodgers and the Yankees, those two teams are always willing to go past that puke point, right? That right. we're talking like about. The Cardinals the, never are.
2: You know, but why did no one else get Nolan Aronado? He 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 would cho- he would gone to LA if you gave him the chance to go anywhere. I think we
0: snuck in and fleece that before any yeah. team could like really be like what is happening. It just seemed so crazy.
2: I saw someone on Twitter say the Cardinals don't have the prospects they they're not in it.
0: I could, That's absurd. We got seven in the top 100. That's now. what I think the, is the, the farm system's better than it's ever been.
2: I think well, I don't think it's better than it's ever been, but I think the top half is yes. better than it's yes. ever been. So I think that the Cardinals have had this problem for a couple of years is they have really good guys and then they have the rest. Right, and I think that that is different than all the other teams that are going to be involved in it. Is they can they can the Cardinals as they can come in and get the deal done if they wanted to tomorrow, yeah. is what Bill DeWitt and John Mozeliak are willing to do.
0: Right, especially DeWitt on on taking on the the Corbin contract.
2: Can you flip that money? You think or no? I mean, is that something you could you know you take on that trade and you're able to and trade him somewhere, and you're willing to take on half the money. Well, to that so, next team. I mean, well, you, let me
0: ask you this. So, I, I mean, we don't care about the money either way, right? You know, it's not our money. He's a billionaire, but, so right. it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I, you know, I'm thinking, and,
2: and payroll is only at right one forty-six or something, yes. something stupid.
0: And there's there's a lot of names that that come off. But we were talking about some of that. Um, Somebody had mentioned in a slew of tweets. I've been just all over Twitter today, you know, going through this. But um, there's a lot of there's a lot of money that's coming off, um, not too far far from now. So I think I think for me with with Patrick Corbin, I because I, I get to thinking, well, if you we get Jay Happ and John Lester doing what they did for us last last season with with uh, Mike Maddox and with Yachty, them i mean who's to say we couldn't turn around patrick corbin i mean he's he's still only 33. so right and right i mean the hell end of his prime but right 2019 he was great for them when they win the world so maybe they pushed him too hard maybe too many maybe that's part of why 2020 2021 2022 this year he's just been knocked around a lot he's been one of the worst starters but if they could if mike maddox could get that much out of lester and Jay Happ, who's to say we couldn't out of Patrick Corbin? And then maybe maybe you're killing two birds with one stone there if he's your three or four guy in rotation for the next year or two. Now, I still don't know that that would be worth it for the money, but, I mean, maybe that's part of, like, what mo- most coming with the DeWitt is, hey, like, we think we guy around for this last year or two and get some worth out of him. and then And then you're getting pitching, too. Then you're getting pitching help. So I don't know if that's what their thoughts are, but – I mean, it's one of those things to consider when taking on Patrick Corbin. And I, I really don't think I don't think the Cardinals I don't think the Cardinals have much of a shot at getting Soto if they don't take on the Corbin contract. And mainly because of that puke point with the prospects. I don't think they're gonna go over the top. The Yankees, you know, their top prospects, this um his name, Borbin or something like that. He he's the, the big big shortstop prospect there for eight. On the top 100 list. You know who number seven is? Jordan Walker. Yeah. So, like, that's their number one guy. And they're already talking about how Cashman's probably going to be like, yeah, take him because they're just willing. They've always been willing to go over that point. And guess what? The New York Yankees have Aaron Judge very likely walking this right. this offseason. So you think it they're would make pretty do you think they're pretty motivated?
2: I thought that watching the All-Star there, game last night. It makes sense for them to trade for him and You don't think f- they
0: wouldn't give him 450, 480, 500 million be, when he's 23 and Judge is already 30?
2: And they'll be fine with letting Judge walk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like all right Judge, thank you. You know, they win a World Series this year because they get Juan Soto. And I hate to Judge say these. that
0: cuz none of us like the Yankees, but it makes they have the most sense of they any do. team given their situation with Aaron Judge.
2: Well, you know, I put in that uh, that simulator. You can, you know, put their own trade, and everyone has their own values and all that, that thing. So, whenever I get just Juan Soto, Juan Soto's good value is one seventy six point eight by himself. One seventy six point eight. Our highest valued player on our team is Dylan Carlson, like we talked about, at seventy seven and a half. I mean, think about that. Wow, that's just like. Uh, just because contracts and age and all those things. But if you give uh, this cleared and validated, but if you give up Burleson, Carlson, Donovan, Libertor, and Win for Juan Soto, you do that today, right now?
0: Say that again one more time. Burleson,
2: Carlson, Donovan, Libertor, when? For just Juan Soto. Just Juan Soto.
0: I mean, maybe so, man. I mean, that, I might, say, that might be worth it
2: even I for just the two and a right, half years. I'd say do that right now. I mean, you got to think about Burleson's blocked.
0: And I like Carlson. I do think I do. he's going to be really good. But I
2: do. I think Carlson is really good.
0: You know good. what wants Soto right now. And the sky's the limit. He he's only 23. He just
2: doesn't have any, you know, you have to, I think, you're Carlson. There's no value anywhere else except Dylan Carlson when he comes to the outfielders. Um, I think that, um, I, I, may, I can look it up, but I think that, um O'Neill is like 28, ranked 28 points. And you're talking about Dylan Carlson is 70, what I say? 77 and a half. And then I think that um, Bader is like 15. Like, they're well, Bader not- Bader
0: is partly, he's not offensive-based. He's also 28. He's already 28. 28 years old. That. He's already been with the team like four, four or five years now on the team. Tyler O'Neal's 27, and Bader's 28. So that's where Bader's value comes down a little, little lower- um, you know, arbitration wise and everything, I will say this about Mo that I have some trust in Mo in these bigger deals. Cardinals don't make a ton of bigger deals, but when they have, I feel like he has knocked them out of the park. He's got vo- value, yeah. No one's still early, but nobody's missing those players. No, <laughs> Paul Goldschmidt, tell me who you can remember out of the Paul Goldschmidt trade, besides Carson, 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 Kelly. Carson Kelly, who's been he's been serving, he's, he's been fairly good for them, yes. he's had a year, but. It, Hasn't done anything that would have blown us out of the water, catcher. Yes, and, and Luke Weaver,
3: I forgot about Luke Weaver, but yeah, you
0: forgot about him because he's been injured or he's yeah. been awful. One of the two. Well, you,
2: so, can, so you can Mo- look at that other way and say Tyler O'Neill trade, Marco Gonzalez, right?
0: That was a pretty fair, like, even and, trade, and he's yeah. played
2: very well, and they're they're really good this year. Yeah, in Seattle, I mean, so the Cardinals don't make the playoffs without Tyler O'Neill last right. year, which so he was very serviceable last year, but this year he's non-existent. So the
0: only bigger trade that 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 Mo has missed on, and he jokingly talked about this at Blogger Day, was the Marcelo Zuna trade. Yeah, for, with Sandy Alcantara. He'd and love to have that's, him that's, starting every fifth. Yeah, day, he said. Cool. <laughs> he said, you know, when I think he said, you know, when you're when you're at the trading table, you know, like you're playing poker. And sometimes you're going to lose and you don't think I wouldn't want Sandy every fifth day shoving that. that'd be great. And 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 so but that's the one out of all these years even you even go back to the Jason Hayward trade. I remember thinking, "Man, we're trading Shelby Miller yeah, for Jason Hayward." Shelby Miller was awful.
2: He didn't do much after
0: that. He he signed a deal I think 2 or 3 years after leaving the Braves with the Cubs and couldn't even couldn't even get to the majors out of their minor leagues with the Cubs. He's not even he's not even playing anymore. Uh, like Mo has any remotely big trade, even the holiday one. You go back to Matt Holiday, with Brett Wallace. Dude oh, in the league for four I was, years. I
3: was
2: worried about that one. Yeah. Uh, Brett Wallace was the, he, was the he is first hit. base future.
0: Yeah. So if there's one thing I will say about Mo, if it's a big trade like this one, the big ones, he does I, well. I trust him on them. Yeah. I mean, I don't trust him signing relievers, <laughs> but I trust him <laughs> or, on big trades free agency uh, which might be i mean yeah it could be partly dewitt saying no i'm yeah. not letting you spend this much
2: but you know i am usually the guy that says prospects who cares you never that's it, where i'm at with soto man it's to baseball a degree. it's baseball how many times do these guys never make it you know i would i was talking about this i think maybe this weekend we talked about it when i went to the all-star game when it was in st louis in the futures game The Cardinals had multiple dudes on the game uh, in that game, and I got their signatures, and I I have their autographs in one of my cases. Can't even remember. I don't even know. I had to go back and do dig deep (laughs) on who they were. They never even made it out of AAA. Like the odds that the guys actually make it somewhere is very, very slim. So I am usually like, give me the proven guy right now over what could be in years to come. But my only issue with that in this trade would be gorman is here he is not he should not be a part of that trade right so you look at the other pieces libertor fine fine when he's not the a cardinals hitter.
0: just drafted and this isn't an over overrated like uh, overestimating like legitimately like 17 left-handed pitchers yes. this draft Every, like, like an insane, an insane
2: amount. amount so yes maybe they did that because they knew they're about to
0: deplete maybe their, so. their,
2: their pitching staff but and then my only other thing is jordan walker moe and all the other scouts and everyone out there says, Jordan Walker's bat has not, listening to him hit, has not been like that since two players, Oscar Tavares
0: and Albert Pujols. Yeah, that's big praise. And, and Mo jokingly said, he's like, look, it wasn't rocket science drafting Jordan Walker. Our scouts saw him hitting the ball. six, six hundred and 6'6". 110, yeah. 115 miles per hour exit velocity in right. high school. That's probably going to play. Right. So that's where I am with it. I, as long as you're keeping it, but still, you don't even, I mean, yeah, you never know that, like Chris Bryant. He's got a lot of you, Chris Bryant comps. How Chris Bryant. I mean, where's Chris Bryant at right now? And he had, now look, he won, he won, he helped the Cubs win the world series in 2016. Cubs will tell you a million times over. They don't care how the next hundred years go. That was worth it. And I would understand why their fan base would feel that way, but he is not pinned out to be that, you know, multi-year MVP, multiple right. MVP guy. He just hasn't been to hold off. Remember Juan they held him Soto out. is that type of guy. Yes, and and honestly, he probably should have won the MVP last year. If, but let's say the,
2: let's say the Cardinals give up overpay, Gorman, Walker, win overpay, right? That that'd be like worst case scenario, probably, yeah. right? And they give up all three of those. If the Cardinals win the World Series the next two and a half years,
0: nobody's gonna it? care. I, I don't think anybody's you know, gonna because here's the other thing: you have two more drafts. Between now and then of at of getting more players in and things like that. So
2: and players are getting to the MLB faster than yes, ever
0: before. Yes. So, which is due in part to COVID and needing arms and stuff like that. But yeah. But
2: also the, the athleticism of these kids is higher than oh, ever yeah. before, oh, too. Yeah.
0: Especially the, the
2: pitchers throwing over hundred. Right. And yeah. So that's the difference, really. But even if if the if if it came broke news tonight that the Cardinals traded Jordan Walker, Nolan Gorman, and Mason Wen for Juan Soto, I would be upset but if they win a world series in two and a half years or this year or this within the next in that one soto contract i don't care exactly it doesn't matter now is if does that is that hurting the future now that could be a question if if we're under 500 in five years now in five years from now because of it Is that worth it?
0: And we didn't get to, or we didn't extend Soto, right? And
2: you don't extend Soto, yeah. Then you're going crap, because I don't want to be that franchise. I I don't want to be the Cubs. I don't want to go up and down. I don't want to be the Nationals. I the Cardinals should be in it every single year. They should be playing. They should be winning the division every single year, and they should be making deep runs in the playoffs every year. So if doing that depletes everything that you're you're planning on doing, then you can't do it. Right. Even if you win the World Series, it's still depleting right now, and for your and five years from now. So, if they win a World Series in two and a half years, and it doesn't deplete everything you're doing in the future, then I would do it. I mean, I I have just come to that realization as I say that now. If you win the World Series, it doesn't matter.
0: Right. Let's switch a little bit to probably a, a more realistic trade deadline, which is what Mo told us. We need innings. We need pitchers. Give me a couple names. Somebody asked earlier on the chat. Let me let me give a shout out, uh, John.
3: Yeah,
0: John yes. Bradge again if i'm if i'm butchering your last name i'm sorry man what about noah Syndergaard? i
3: think
2: i can put this look there it is nice you see like that look at that fancy yeah that's john Brazier. that's a name
0: about noah Syndergaard? that's a name that's out there the angels supposedly i mean (laughs) you talk about getting star players and not doing anything not sniffing the playoffs
2: you know you know what i think
0: i saw someone say by the way it would oh i think it was ben frederickson in one of his columns ben fred he was talking about it. it it would make way more sense for the Cardinals to throw all our prospects to go get Shohei Otani, I agree with you, sorry. Ben. I don't think that the Angels are going to do that, Can though. we
2: talk about that briefly before we get to Noah? I put a mock trade together for that. When you're talking about the value, right? We talked about um, Soto's value is 176, I think is what it was. I think that was right. Uh, 176.8 is his value. You know Shohei's value? has got to be over 200. 107.6. All it would takes in this... Why? In- is all, it age and year? His contract is up after He's already next twenty-eight.
0: Year. Okay, his yeah. age is higher. One-year rental. His
2: con it's a one-year rental. So you know what it takes to get him. Carlson, when?
0: I mean, that you, might be that might be with the trade scenario. I understand the it. I understand, spin out to you. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying,
2: and it validated right because yeah. the because the points. It, everyone is assigned right. points based on all those things. Years of control age how much money they're owed etc etc um ceiling right all those things i would do that yesterday
0: oh i would do way more than that carlson
2: win for show guess what we need pitching
0: he does both and we need a left-handed
2: bat yes (laughs) that'd be fantastic are you kidding me yes absolutely
0: by the way and uh, he
2: might you know he they should trade him Right, the Angels suck. They they were the one of the best teams ever uh, early on in the season. They were one of the best teams.
0: The reason I don't think they will is because they need pitching. He's the only good pitcher that they have. But he's gonna walk, and yeah, unless they give him a crap ton of money.
2: I don't think it matters. I think he wants to like who wants to go there? Who wants to go anywhere and just lose? Right.
3: Yeah. I think Albert. I think Albert
2: Pujols made one. I think Mike Trout has made one playoffs. Yeah. Since he's been, in and the I league. get it,
0: man. That you know, yeah. it, you get your money when you can. He got his money. Um, Before we move on from the from the uh, as we're moving on from the Juan Soto thing, uh, I posted a poll earlier today.
2: Oh, I forgot. Let me take this. Sorry, uh, John. We'll get back to you in a second. Let me take this off the screen. Get so back to that. the poll. I forgot. I put it on Facebook as well.
0: Yes, and, the it's poll, and we've gotten a pretty good amount of votes, even in the last five hours. So the poll was. Would you want the Cardinals to take on the rest of Patrick Corbin's contract, which is 24 million next year and 35 million in 2024, to get Juan Soto, if it meant that Jordan Walker is not included in the deal? This was five hours ago on Twitter. We've got over 250 votes. 93% say yeah, yes.
2: It, it is a runaway. So let me. And talk- I'm
0: right there with you. I'm right there with you on that. Again, if we take on Corbin and it doesn't involve Jordan Walker. I think it's totally worth it. I think it's worth it even if soda walks in two and a half years, if we still have Walker.
2: Yeah. i so that's of, where I'm at. I, on so it. I put it on Facebook as well. And um, it was much different percentage. Hmm. It was way no well, what's Facebook, the demographic on yeah, Facebook? Yeah, I was gonna say Facebook is an older demographic.
0: More traditional.
2: So they're probably more like uh, that's too much money. Right. They're probably more in the money factor. But guess what? <laughs> it's not my money. It's Bill DeWitt's money, and he can afford it if he really, really wanted to. Um, Maybe it delays the next phase of Ballpark Village. I don't know if you take on that that money. But um, let's see. Where is it? I can't find the the Q&A that I put. Yeah, I can't find the percentages.
0: Well, on the topic of you saying they can afford it, Jeff Jones, who covers the Cardinals as well, had a a slew of, of tweets about can the Cardinals afford this. Uh, he mentioned, you know, it's fair to wonder if adding, say, 50 million next year and 70 million in 2024 in one deal for the Cardinals, which would include Juan Soto with arbitration and Patrick Corbin, uh, is doable. Here's worth noting Wainwright, Molina, Dickerson, McFarlane, Pujols all fall off after this year. That's 37.5 million plus two and a half million in buyouts to Carpenter and Carlos Martinez. That's 40 million next year off the books. Assuming he opts in. Uh, next year is the year the Rockies kick in twenty one million more to cover Arenado.
2: Yeah. So I I pulled, so, I pulled that I found it here. Cheers. Can they afford it? Like yes. yes. Don't let
0: anybody tell you that Cardinals can't afford to take Patrick Corbin's contract. They can. And Bill DeWitt is also worth forty. Billion. Well, that's what he mentioned too. This will all be happening in an environment when revenue should be stabilizing fully again in yeah. two years. The point: the money's not nothing, but it shouldn't be an impediment. And like you said too, the, the new phases of ballpark village, everything ramping back up.
2: Look, how you know they can we, afford it. Uh, so I'll say this: so the yeses were sixty percent on the Facebook poll, and, 40%, for and forty percent. high Forty forty percent for no, but it's a big difference from ninety five. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so my thought was M- Mo Zelak also mentioned, or they it was asked about moving the walls in.
0: Oh yes, and, they're doing their own study. And they
2: did that. their they did wind current studies. How much does that cost? Is that a player worth? of cost of wind current studies that's probably and, not cheap. Yeah. I would, that's I would, my imagine. thought as well. So if they have the money to spend stupid studies on wind currents and right. all this stuff. They got the money to go do whatever, oh, yeah. whatever the hell they want. All right, let's get back to John. Let me pull this back up there. John. Noah said, Syndergaard. What do you think about, about Noah Syndergaard? Syndergaard? Yeah. So Noah, Noah Syndergaard, I think Noah Syndergaard probably makes the most sense for the St. Louis Cardinals for a pitcher because the guys that we talked about, there's, it's a weak starter market. Very weak starter Tr- Trade-wise. Wise, yeah, trade-wise, this, yes. This season, yes, for sure. It's very weak. So Montez, Montas, Monty, whatever you want to call right, him. However you say it. He is going to pitch this weekend, I do believe, after com- after having his being pulled after one inning last time.
0: Minor injury there.
2: Yeah. He is going to cost more. Pablo. Lopez. Lopez In is an, another good one, but he has multiple years of control. Only 26, 25. The ones that make the most sense, people want to say Mad Bum, Madison Bumgarner, and Noah Syndergaard. Noah Syndergaard, is a, his contract is up this season, yeah. so it is a 60-game-ish rental. We're at 90-some-odd right. games played.
0: Mo talked about that, too. Trade, trade deadline's different this yes, year. Yes, it's, it's, it's further back. It's further back because of the lockout, so not near as many games that you're getting the player.
2: Yeah, so it Mads, Madison Bumgarner is owed this year, and 20 plus million next year. So I think, no way. I think Noah Syndergaard makes the most sense. It's a 60-some-odd game rental, and he's not been great like Noah Syndergaard was at one time, but he, he is a staser for the St. Louis Cardinals.
0: He could be helpful. I mean, I think it's interesting. Even those two, Bumgarner and Syndergaard. Syndergaard had an ERA, I think, under 3-5 before July hit. His last four starts have been really rough, so he's sitting at five and seven with a four point zero zero ERA right now, a ninety nine ERA plus, which is like almost right at average. He's been about average this year. The thing that alarms me with him coming off a big injury, velocity's down for and him. Just it's it's just a down bit, yeah. quite a bit. But like you said, it should take less prospects mm-hmm. as a half year rental. But the thing that gets me with 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 Bumgarner, and again, like you said. Similar to Corbin, although not near as bad, he's signed through 2024. So you would be taking on 23 million dollar uh, contract next year, and a 14 million in 2024. No, but no, but Bumgarner has a 3.83 ERA this year.
2: Bumgarner has been good in two he, years. Here, here's years. my thing.
0: Here's my thing with Bumgarner. Go. What did most say that we needed? Innings eater. Who do you who who would you? bank on more at eating innings and churning out quality starts bum gardener or Noah Syndergaard. I'd rather have you out
2: there instead of <laughs> instead of him, instead of spending and 20
0: plus million dollars over multiple... We said that about John Lester too, but why no, was... But no, but, we did but not listen. say that.
2: John Lester was a half a he, year he was rental. A st-
0: he was a stopgap, he, but...
2: But he, he, there was no more contract left over. Yes, but if, what... If John Lester cost 20 million this year as well, we
0: and have done 20
3: million it. the yeah, next yeah, yeah, year, yeah, they are yeah. never doing they're
0: it. You never do it. No. You, you know what's interesting with Baumgartner? Take a guess. How old do you think he is?
2: I would assume he's 35
0: years old he just turned no he's 32
2: 32 yeah so he'll be
0: 33 in actually very soon august 1st so but for me when i think back to lester part of their interest in lester was what 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 was it he had postseason experience he was a guy that they if they had had made it in
2: the the postseason for us
0: yes if they had made it they wanted his postseason experience who has legit postseason experience like multiple world series mvp so that's an i mean that's another thing that i think that they care about too i mean i do and also it doesn't hurt like madison is pretty good friends with adam wainwright wayne, wayne joked about how those two get mistaken for each other because they look alike but those two are gonna are gonna be names i think you hear a lot with the cardinals Montas, I would be surprised if they go for him mainly because of that injury he's dealt with. Yeah. Now the biggest trade deadline acquisition in terms of the pitchers is gonna be Luis Castillo with the Reds, and you can just you can count the Cardinals out of that. They're not trading him within the division to us.
2: And people talked about Tyler Malley as well. Yes,
0: he yeah. starts against us this Sunday, Does actually. He? Yeah, yeah. And you know Martin Perez with Rangers is another one.
2: Do you think there's zero percent chance that the the Reds and the Cardinals trade? Now they've traded before. Oh, yeah but you think it's zero because they want to dump him, either of those guys or both of those guys for something. Right. Right. So, you know, if we, I, I mean, think if, if they, they do, got nothing, okay.
0: So, so this is, this is what gets me with the okay. end division things, because there's another Cardinals account saying, well, it would make way more sense. Like the Cardinals don't need Juan Soto. They need Wilson Contreras. Yeah. They need a catch. They never. need pitching. Okay. One the last time the Cardinals and Cubs made a significant trade was 2002 and it still wasn't even like it wasn't anything anything significant the last time Cardinals and Reds made a trade was 2006 yeah and that was the Cardinals purchasing Timo Perez like a contract so it wasn't even like a legit trade so it, it never happens it never so I don't see it unless the Cardinals blow them out of the water with prospects. I don't see it on both ends. I don't see the reds wanting him standing in the division against them. I don't see the Cardinals wanting to trade significant prospects who could be, you know, performing against them right. for years. So no, I, I don't, I think there. I think it's 0% chance that we, that we get Luis Castillo. I, w- I would like it if we did, depending on who we gave up. I think it's more realistic with bum sitting. In. I would say in terms of the most real, this trade deadline, like in order, I would say Bumgarner, Noah Sinnegaard, Pablo Lopez. Maybe if we but 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 he's gonna
3: take Man you think
2: they're gonna be willing to take on Madison Bumgarner's salary. We talk about how cheap they are.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they they would take on the full salary. That's when I could see them trying to like flip the onion too to offset some of the costs. Can we
2: trade back for Sandy Alcantara? Is that available? Is that anywhere available? We give him some more prospects. Look how that turned out for him.
0: That would be. Uh, here's a name, Cal Hendricks. Is he Another with, Cubs guy? He's not. They're not trading. Uh, I, was gonna say, I was could thinking, see them trading Liam Hendricks. Yeah, I could see them trading him to us before Wilson Contreras for sure. But it's just there's not much out there, starting pitching wise. This trade deadline, like, no, I mean the number three and four names on this list are Pablo Lopez or who's having who's having a really good year. And Martin Perez, who I'd never heard of, left-handed pitcher, with the Dodgers. 2-10 um, ERA, though. 4-2. 31 years old. He's another big one that you're going to hear a lot of. Frankie Montes and Luis Castillo in terms of cost, in terms of talent, are the biggest ones. On the but, I mean, I thought Montes was like, fit the Cardinal mode perfectly. You got another what year or two of control for him. Has really good, you know, analytics-wise, everything. But he's an injury and that might scare everyone Yeah. so
2: do you think you know people say we we need pitching we need pitching we need pitching but you know what if we score 32 runs a game who cares right exactly It, it doesn't Pitching is less you know what did we uh what have the cardinals i keep saying we what have the cardinals needed is a good lineup and the cardinals lineup is better now than it has been in many years oh yeah but in 2019 as i set through the NLCS back-to-back games and almost got no hit in back-to-back games against those Washington Nationals all I said was get us some hitting and John Mozalek has done that
0: it was a Strasburg every time it was 36 year old Anibal Sanchez yeah and throwing uh, a near no hitter
2: back-to-back games have just kill me I mean literally it was so awful and we just said get us hitting and they have vastly improved this lineup vastly but there's still room for improvement if you want to go that route. So, if I say go get Juan Soto and and you know so what? So now you're changing on no, I me. Mean. <laughs> no, I get it. If I love it without the huge, significant loss in the right now and the future, yes. I'm fine with
0: it. There's a way to do it. You have to. I mean, I just said it. This is once in a lifetime that a player of this caliber, this young,
2: it's kind of like Mike is going to be available. It's kind of like Mike Trout you figured it out because actually, yeah. you know, I take it back to this off season.
0: Mm-hmm. Our biggest need was a shortstop and the Cardinals didn't do it. It, it. Well, and honestly, it was, so even the off season we traded for Arnado, what was the biggest need pitching, right? They did nothing. They brought back Wainwright. That was it. And they banked on bounce backs from Michaelis and Hudson did not happen right. last year with Michaelis. Now, now to their credit, well, not even to their credit, they owe him the money. He's going to be with us either way. Either way. But Michaelis has been fantastic yes. this year. And I hope that continues the last year or two of his contract. That would be great. That would go a long way to the pitching. But it burned them last year. This past offseason, would they need pitching? Now, they signed Steven Matz. That but, was like they signed a starter, but it hasn't worked out like, so far.
2: It's kind of like um, in the draft, a real draft, not a baseball draft, because you never know what's going to happen. Like the NBA draft or the NFL draft maybe is a better scenario you take what's best available right now because you don't know what you're going to need you don't i mean you don't know what you is going to be ahead of you right now who's on your board juan soto is now at the top of your board and is now best available you go and get that because that's best available
0: available for like the rest of probably most tenure
2: right (laughs) You, you get the best available and then you have you know Noah Syndergaard and Madison Bumgarner. You can still,
0: that's what drives me nuts. That people say, "Well, we need pitching."
2: They're not going to do it. Both. You don't, They're not going to. You could still go they're get gonna, somebody. They're going to go with uh, who who did uh, you who, Holes, who did Pools face last night in the All Star game? Um,
0: Paul Blackbird. Oh, the that the, the A's the A's yeah. pitcher you're talking about. Yeah, that's who they'll go get. And maybe look, those pieces help. Yeah, 2011. Who did we go get? Yeah. Jake Westbrook, Octavia, Octavia
2: Ed, Edwin,
0: that- uh, Edwin Jackson, the journeyman that just solidified the. And I do and- think I do think Mo needs to do a little bit of shaking oh. up the bullpen a yeah. little bit. Not a bunch of, not as many arms as 2011, but but I mean that's a tough thing too. Like I do agree we need starting pitching, and depending on who you go get, if it's a Montas or it's someone you know bigger in that room, it could help the bullpen too. If moving, um. Oh, who's a righty? Who, who's come into the bullpen lately that was not supposed to be a starter, but he's been pretty good. Oh, Alphante, sorry, I just had a brain fart there. <laughs> Palante been pretty good as a starter, but he was really good in the bullpen. So you go get a starter that can make the bullpen better too, moving him back. And now you've got Jordan Hicks in the bullpen who's looked pretty good so far uh, in, in the in the few appearances he's had. So I'm a little less worried about the bullpen now. But man, if you go get Juan Soto. They can still get somebody for pitching, or or I they, think can get they, they can They
2: make small moves yeah. if they, if they still or go get one Soto.
0: Call some other young guys up and mix and match and give them some chances.
2: All right, so I just put on the screen first half grade. What do you give the Cardinals as a whole for the first half?
0: I would say probably a B or a B plus. That high? I, I would say B at the lowest. And the reason I say that is because despite, like, it's not Mo's fault that Jack hasn't been healthy, right? It's it's not, it's not the team's fault. I think overall, the offense, especially the young guys have come up and made some really big contributions to, to honestly, honestly, to keep us afloat because it could have been really bad in June and July and now july was the first uh, the end of june yeah first week of july was pretty rough those what 15 games in 15 days or something uh all against above 500 teams and we just got wrecked went like five and nine should have been six and eight we blew that six run lead to the dodgers should have won that series but
2: the braves yeah yeah they just
0: they just us. they looked
2: much better than that they are but so so I think were you disappointed in the first half,
0: the last week or two for sure. Yeah, but but I expected it. They underachieved. And I me. think I think that well, part of my B is probably tied to like the Brewers honestly helping us, right? Because the, because Brewers, if the lost. Brewers
2: if the Brewers were on pace to win ninety games or ninety oh, we, games, five, we'd be toast. We'd be six we'd be games toast. plus out.
0: Yeah, just like last year. Yeah, but but that's not the case, and they couldn't take care of your business against the Cubs against the pirates seems they should yeah the giants swept them now that i mean the giants are a more competitive team and one of those they lost on a very controversial balk which i'm not gonna complain about it but (laughs) um so they've kept us in it i i do think that i hope this is one of those deadlines though that even though we're just half a game out that mo's like yeah but we should probably be a lot more than that yeah so i better do something and i i That relationship between him and Jack does not seem great. So I really don't think he's counting on getting anything from him this year. If that's the case, he's gonna go hard after pitching. But again, you go get Juan Soto, you absorb Patrick Corbin's contract, Mike Maddox, Yachty, Wayne, work with him, get him back to you know a three or four starter. Like you you could kill two birds with one stone there. I mean, worst case is he's terrible and then you're just eating. (laughs) You're eating fifty million or whatever it is for the next two years, which would suck. But, but, but he'd be off the books. He'd be off the books the same time Soto would come off the books, unless you sign him long term. He'd be off the books the same time that Goldie comes off the books, and all yeah, those other we, contracts come. But you off. know,
2: we, we've we've been told for years, ah. Carpenter is going to come off the books and the Cecil deal is going to come off the books. And didn't matter. We didn't, didn't go, matter. we
0: didn't go sign Bryce Harper. I, I, I will still, I will stand here till this day. I know, I know you think he's overrated, but we, we wouldn't be worried about trying to get Juan, Juan Soto, Soto right now if, have, if we had signed Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper has played better these last three or four years with the Phillies than he did with the Nationals. He's already won another MVP. Like, I mean, he's another example of a team that. You can't you can't do it all on your own. Now, they went and made some big, big uh, moves. And they, big moves. And
2: they've underachieved big yeah. time.
0: And it's still their pitching in their bullpen. But that's a guy, like, all he would have cost you was money two or three years ago, whatever that was. Yeah. Uh, now well, you're in this situation where, won, like, well, the Nationals
2: now, won in 19, he wasn't on the team. So that was his yeah. first year with the Phillies. So yeah. 19, 20, 21. He's that this three and a half. Yeah, this is three and a half years. No, I, I just don't think he's a winner. Oh, I, I think we've that's been A big, to, big oh, part of it is Bryce Harper's MVP, just not man. a winner. MVP doesn't mean you're a winner. Mike Trout's been an MVP. He's not a winner. Well,
0: he could hit three home runs in a playoff game, but if the Angels give up 10 runs, it's not going to matter. Wait, Ot- Otani and,
2: and Trout do something special every single day, and they still lose. Which is sad. Yeah, it's Sad to watch, honestly.
0: <laughs> just get them both. Let's just get them both. Just give me one of
2: them. <laughs> just one is fine. I, I mean, I'm fine with that. It,
0: it, when you look at the, when you look at that, though, with the Angels, the Phillies, it does make me thankful that we're at least in it every year. But I, I am getting you, to that point where I'm like,
2: do you think it's because of not the big contracts? Like you think about these teams that go like this, the roller coaster of of um of, you know, the Nationals, the Phillies, the Angels, they give out these big like the Rendon contract, is awful.
0: Oh yeah, for the Angels, he's been injured now. He was amazing
2: well. in nineteen. Talking yeah. about that same Nationals team, yep. he got paid because of that run. And that that contract, he's done nothing to earn that contract. Yeah. So are those teams... I think they're smart it's about... It's kind of like the Yankees haven't won since 2009. Right. It's kind of like the Dodgers didn't win in, since 82 since in, in, until recently because even though they have all this money to dole out with the Cubs, they spend more money than anyone else over the last 100 years, and they only won one most recently. It, because you have all the money doesn't mean every But everything. the
0: year that they won...
2: What did they go do? There was a lot of prospects, though, on those teams. A lot of young guys on those they teams. They went and
0: traded for Mookie Betts. That was the year that they yeah. won, 2020. They went and traded for Mookie Betts that offseason before.
2: Which was crazy that I didn't think the Bo- the Red Sox would ever or need right. to get rid of him. right. So similar in a way to Juan
0: Soto, not not quite as young. Right. But you have to make moves. I
2: completely agree you have to make moves. But you can't get into bad, bad contracts. How do you guarantee a really good contract? You can't.
0: I think part of the reason the Cardinals have been in it each year and haven't been making big moves is because they keep getting more value out of prospect guys that they draft than than was anticipated, right? Tommy Tommy Edmund, Brandon Donovan. Uh, matt carpenter i mean these guys that you know they talk about the cardinals devil magic we joke about it it's happened we've seen it with so many guys randomly that just perform really well for us that we're not high draft albert pools right. i mean i i think that they i think that they there's a little bit of banking on that more oh well you know we're, our scouts are so good and You know, our drafting department and, you know, development department is so good. Like, we're going to be competitive. And they've done that. They have been, especially pitching. But that's one that it hasn't worked really these last two or three years. Jack's been the only one that's kind of hit on the pitching. You know, they don't have Carlos Martinez anymore, or at least those first three or four years of Carlos when he's really good. Wayne, right into his career. Like, I mean, Chris Carpenter obviously been gone for a long time. They don't have that ace right now if it's not jack and so maybe what i'm trying to say is maybe you know i i i would think that mosaic would tell you the one move that they didn't make and maybe dewitt too that they wish it would have is max schroeder that's the one for me like if you go get him maybe we have another world series between now maybe we win in 2013 was he available then i can't remember i don't remember might not have been available then.
2: but, you know, I ask you, I think about that and think if they sign Albert Pujols in 2011 to his 10-year contract. Do right they now, keep
0: Yachty and Waino, too, if we do that? Right. What does it
2: change? But do the Cardinals win more World Series post-2011? Maybe.
0: At least maybe one more.
2: I think about the 13-run, right, going to the World Series. That team is really different from the 2011 team. Yeah. I mean, that team is still crazy to
0: me to think that, that we that team made it. You're
2: not making the moves you made. For that roster, probably. No. Um, because Carlos Beltran was on that. That was
0: that just roster. a perfect storm. I mean, that team that team was the best team in baseball hitting with runners and scoring position by far. Right. By far. We we didn't have one. Two outs hits. Don't two outs. I knew one. dudes were going to yeah. home. It was I don't happening. think we had one player on that team who hit. Uh, 30 or more home runs. Not one. Yeah, that there's year. a
2: bunch of 20s, 20, 25s. I think and like, Beltran
0: was like 28, 29. He was so close. I think you're right. I think 29. But we was didn't it. have one. Yeah. That's that's insane, especially even more so today. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I, I think the Cardinals win probably at least one more World Series. Is that worth what the, the, the miss on Albert's contract? Because I don't know. Albert has you know been injured a lot and he just hasn't he still has hit 685 home runs in his career so he he obviously put in some work in, oh, yeah. in the angels uniform but I, you know i think happens a lot when east coast they get lost you don't see them every day on tv right. so you you don't really hear about them as much over in the east coast in the you know midwest like you would before well we've been on here for an hour and 20 minutes nice um, So we knew, I knew a lot to talk about. I knew tonight was going to be long. I I, I really knew tonight was probably going to be a a long one. And I don't think our bullet points. What do we say we're going to discuss tonight? Everything yet or no?
0: I think we hit most of it. Oh, you didn't, you didn't get to talk about your interaction with Nolan Gorman.
2: Nolan Gorman. Wow. Uh, Yeah. John Moselock, Juan Soto, Cardinals first half, meeting Nolan Gorman. So going back to Boston, I didn't even talk about going to Boston. I went to the Boston series. It was able to go, uh, my wife and my son, who's like 20 months old. We went to the Boston series, uh, and we, we got to go Fenway, multiple games. It was just just awesome. Uh, Fenway is way better than Wrigley Field. Doesn't even come close. Oh, I would imagine. Fenway is like a mix of old and new, and they did the new really, really well. Like, it's just done really, really nicely. Um, first game um, was the... Uh, First game of the series when we sat near-ish behind home plate. Um, Everyone was awesome. Red Sox fans are awesome. Um, Cardinals lost that game. You know, I had a good time. We toured the stadium, all that.
0: Nolan hit a home run that game, right? I think he did back-to-back.
2: Did he? he? I don't think so. Nolan yes Arnauto, sorry. Nolan Arnauto hit one over the monster that game. Cardinals lost uh, like five to four. They tried to come back. Second night, it wasn't on the to-do list. And I was, your wife. I was just kept on pushing to, uh, uh, you know, we'll walk by the stadium, you know, one of those, <laughs> and I picked up tickets at game time for $30, nice. um, it's, just, it's dead center field pretty much dead center. Field, we're sitting for 30 bucks, people around us are amazing,
0: which is still a unique look there, right? Because oh, yeah. that center field wall is pretty high.
2: It is. And you know, going back back to the monster you know we toured the whole stadium and then we got up on the monster the monster is not near as high as i would figure the view really? it's a great view it, it's kind of like sitting in the second deck at, at bush you know nice. in the outfield it's it's a it's a good view like i i thought it was going to be feel really high and it didn't
0: but um you feel like it was as high as like Macallan? yeah about pr- similar that? Yeah. It, probably lower
3: lower okay. Pro- yeah probably nice.
2: yeah so it was, it was it wasn't near as high as I, ex- I expected it to be um but we said in dead center field and there's these People around us, and you know, guys saying, "Hey, you know, the, the Saturday uniforms—they look awesome." Talking about the Cardinals, asking why are there so many Cardinals fans here? Because there were tons. Nice, nice. well traveled. Tons of Cardinals fans. Uh, the first game—I mean, I heard chants of "Let's go Cardinals" all over the place. And I, in the night two that we were there, there was just tons and tons of Cardinals. It was crazy.
0: So we we not to. Be there. If we win in 04 and '2013, fans probably aren't as nice to you.
2: Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> probably right. They're like, uh, yeah, especially '04. If they, if they oh, don't, yeah. if they don't, after doing that, what they did,
0: they did, the Yankees, yeah. and then losing to us, yeah. oh, they would hate us. Yeah. forever they,
2: they probably love us because yeah, you gave us yeah. two of the world championships after not still having the best
0: Cardinals, best Cardinals offense I think we'll ever see. Oh yeah, unless we go get Juan Soto. Ooh. Oh <laughs> gosh.
2: Uh yeah, oh, three MVPs. Yeah, that would be uh that'd be the Juan Soto, oh, yeah. Goldie, and Nolan. All right, anyways, yeah. um, and so we um we weren't even supposed to be at the game right and a ball gets hit to center field nolan gorman hits a bomb nolan arnado hit one as well yeah nolan gorman hits one to, to dead center field
0: uh it was a blowout game it was like 11, yeah, 11, 11 to, to something it
2: was great oh yeah. it was after the night the game before we lost yeah I mean, this game was like just awesome neil diamond was there and saying sweet caroline on the screen nice. everything i mean it was like what is happening like it was a very out of body experience, but this lady gets the ball—the the, the Nolan Gorman home run. It bounces into her lay, in her lap, and um she said she's been going to games for thirty years, and it's the first ball she ever got. And these Boston, but what do they call them, Bostonians? Yeah, Bostonians are all around me, and they go, "What's your What's your son's name?" He's like, "His name's Marshall." And this this guy, hey, give Marshall the ball! <laughs> give Marshall the ball! Come on, lady, give Marshall the ball! And they're just yelling in this awesome boston accent about giving my son the ball he gets the ball we take a picture of it i put put it on twitter i did not tag anyone did not tag the st louis cardinals i did not tag nolan gorman i tweeted nolan gorman's first, first home run in Fenway park yeah that night i hit lay in my bed in the hotel in the st louis cardinals message me nice and it was just like holy smokes She said the Nora, who was the person who was our escort uh, on the weekend, she said, hey, Nolan saw the picture and he would like to sign that ball for your son, which was like, wow, cool. That's really awesome. Right. Just, you know. Right. So then weeks later, it was it was this weekend and Mm -hmm. we and we got to we got to go down and and, uh, she took us down in the down to the clubhouse and we're waiting outside the clubhouse and um we're just waiting hanging out and it's not air conditioned outside the clubhouse like that part is really hot that day oh yeah you, you were there it was really hot
0: and threes four something index
2: and so the guy uh, the the clubhouse attendant says hey just come in here you know it's cooler in here you know my son is little guy and and just come in here and we come in there and the, and we transitioned and my son did not like it for whatever reason starts crying <laughs> At the moment he starts crying, the door opens up and Nolan Gorman walks out, nice. and we're like, "Oh Jesus!" I'm like, "No, shut up!" <laughs> the the, to the, him the clubhouse has a a baseball card and it's a Fred Bird, so he hands it to my son. My son loves Fred Bird, so he just immediately changes. Yeah, he takes that card and gives it to Nolan Gorman. He hands it. Oh, I have pictures. Let's see if I share my screen here. I um. um Let's see. No Chrome tabs. Sorry. There we go. Um. So he literally hands he hands it over to Nolan. And he then this is when he's giving him a fist bump. But nice. he, he's handing it over, and Nolan walks out with an autograph bat, which I was not expecting whatsoever. I don't know why. One of his models, brand new, brand new Victus. Whatever, Vic, what is that right? Victus? Is that yeah. the yeah, brand new bat? He signed it. Uh, you know, and for whatever reason, that didn't even cross my mind. I mean, it wasn't even on my radar. Oh, here it is. Right there. Didn't even cross my mind. And that this is what he would do. I mean, my father-in-law said, did you get any swag? And I'm like, man, I didn't even think that. I just thought he was going to sign the baseball. Yeah. That he got a he, couple yeah, of And he wrote to, a, to Marshall, always follow your dreams. Nolan Gorman. I was just like, wow. Like it was, really really awesome
0: good kid yeah oh just unbelievable he, he's gonna be really good for the nationals isn't
2: <laughs> yeah jesus <laughs> the next couple oh weeks. no it was really awesome he signed the bat i couldn't believe it i was like you know my son is 20 months old he does not oh yeah not get any of it he'll remember later through the pictures yeah when, when i tell him, him all about it you know and going over it i asked i i asked Nolan. there's my son with fred bird I had to go down the field too um but i asked Nolan. i said you know um, can I was at the game when Nolan's first career home run, and that um, Libertor. Libertor got his first win, and I said I have that ticket stub. Do you mind signing it? And he's like, Yeah, I'll sign that for you. And I pulled it out. He signed it, and I said, You know, how was that playing? Getting your first win, your first home run, and Libertor's first win. He says it was really cool. Man, a few words. Man, a few words. It yeah. was it was really cool. That's about all he had to say about it. It was really really cool. And I asked him if he's in the lineup today. He said, You know, the lineup wouldn't now yet. He came in and pinched it for uh, later for a hurt uh, Sosa um what else what else did i tell you about that that day oh there we are with uh, my wife my son and nolan gorman i he was just you know he was really really he signed the ball as well um and he just was super nice humble kid he was just super nice you know i'm five nine he doesn't look towering over me by any means he's six one yeah i think he was like i think he's listed like three i think but
0: Baseball but, reference is showing six. They, all right. Well, you know, he's showing him at two ten though. He doesn't look that big.
2: You know, he wasn't super jacked. Oh. You know, he wasn't just like this ginormous guy.
0: Just nuts for how far he's hitting the ball.
2: And uh, you know, as you can see, he's holding the bat in his hand there. Um, and my son, and he pretty much had the same outfit on: red cap,
0: red shirt, navy nice. shorts.
2: My son has a Goldie shirt on, but <laughs> you
0: need the Goldie the autograph.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it was just, and then this down to the field, we got to go on the field. Again, my
0: son saw a few media, media folks. Too.
2: Yeah, I saw Ricky Horton and nice. um, Claiborne and uh, uh, Rooney. I asked Rooney about getting back in the broadcast booth, all those things. Let us, there was no batting practice that day. They gave us a couple of batting practice balls uh, that the ushers had from the night before or whatever. And they gave us a couple of balls. I mean, it was it was unbelievable experience. Nora was our person that walked us around, um, took us all over, got us back up to our. Sweet to be able to talk to John Mozzala. There's a picture of John Mozzala there. So, you know, was able to get back to that, and it was just, you know, I'm a St. Louis Cardinals fan through and through, and I have been oh, yeah. for as long as forever. But what they did for my family is just, like, made me even more of a fan. I told Nolan, I said, the way that Albert Pools has been for me for the last 20 years, I hope that you are for my son. Yeah because that will just be so cool for him oh, yeah. to experience that. And then you are around for so long and you, and you get to, you know, he gets to have those memories via photos and, and videos uh, of that the entire time. But uh, so, you know, when he plays for the nationals next week, <laughs> he'll, he'll have fans of our, be fans of, uh, we'll be fans of his forever. Still be in, still be in red and white. It, yeah. It just, you know, <laughs> I just, that's one reason why Nolan Corman cannot be a part of that trade.
0: Whenever the Cardinals get, that oh, would so be that, something that'd be sad timing on your part
2: it would but you know what
0: still a cool memory still it's awesome great
2: you know it was so personal you know oh, I, yeah. I thought it was going to be batting practice
0: well because We're, he took the time to reach out yeah to the pr lady for the cardinals and say hey i, I want like you yeah. saw that or came across it or maybe they showed it was
2: surgeon i think someone was searching his name yeah because i didn't them or
0: right. at him right someone was Someone Twitter had to have shown team. him, yeah. and he will be like, "Oh, I'd love to, and like go out of his way to do that." Right, which is, which is pretty cool for a twenty-two-year-old to care. Yeah,
2: you know, like some kid that just got called up. He, you know, some dudes are just like, "I'm in the bigs now. Like, screw, you. I don't have to do this." Right, stuff. and he he was nice enough to do that, um, and you know, it was it was just really it was so I I expected to be at batting practice, and we're gonna be behind the ropes with a bunch of other people. Right. Better out there at batting practice, and he walks by, Briefly say, hey. says hi, signs the ball, and moves on. That's what I really expect to be, and I try not to get my hopes up for the entire ev- event leading up to it because I had no idea what to expect. But it was super personal. We were literally in the Cardinals clubhouse, yeah, you know, sweet. in entryway area that, and he's spending one-on-one time with me, and my wife, and so it was really, really cool. And so we're uh, big Nolan Gorman fans, even if he's a national.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully he's not. I
2: mean, yeah, that's why
0: he cannot. Hopefully be. Hopefully ev- he and Walker or not. That would be something if we kept both of them.
2: Yes, if that's the way we get the the deal done. And if I, uh Noah was our rep again. She runs all the social media for the St. Louis Cardinals. She was out in L. A. Went to L. A. after that game to go nice. do all that. I told her she can come on the show if she wants. She can be on the podcast and talk about the Cardinals or whatever she wants to do. I said whatever you want. And I told her if you any of the players want to come on they're more than welcome to yeah, as well.
0: <laughs> exactly. And yeah. and
2: Nolan knew we have a podcast. He's you know they told him why I, we were there that for that day specifically nice. just for the podcast. So he's aware so you know maybe he just decides to jump on sometime. Who
0: knows? Yeah, it's inter- interesting to me maybe it's a Cardinals thing but but you know these younger guys even Gorman Carlson Yepes they're all on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But and it makes sense but none of them or active during the season. It's for one guy. Was it Carlos Martinez or? Jack Flair? Oh, uh,
2: well, yeah. He's, he's a, pretty active. He's once. active.
0: Now, I mean, is he's not on the on, mound. On the
2: Instagram, Yadi is sometimes.
0: Wayne Wainwright's Wayne Wright, Wayne fairly active <laughs> yes. on Twitter. On his off days, he talks about his old man walks and stuff. But, yeah. But the younger guys seem more focused. I mean.
2: It's probably it, smart. Someone probably tells yeah. them probably oh, yeah. just. You need to
0: stay off of it. Be too. a wise decision. You know, it's funny. We uh, when Oh we, Mo talked about not being on Twitter. Oh, he that did. was funny.
2: You know, we had questions about that. People asked on Twitter, "Hey, ask Mo when we did the for the Q and A. Oh, what yeah. his Twitter handle is?"
0: Nope. He, and and said, I believe him. He he said like, "I have not been on Twitter." He said he stopped looking at it years ago. Yeah, because it was depressing. It's depressing. He, he literally, said
2: how bad of a job he does. Yeah, is all he could read about.
0: <laughs> it was literally like, "This is depressing." say so stop so he does not does not get on twitter so if you're throwing out mosaic rants but or he, praise it's going out in the But he says
2: people the cardinals oh yeah they have it. people oh yeah they see everything that it's we just do just like the
0: the the yeah. social media lady i mean they, they, they probably it. have a whole team of people you know helping run that stuff so, so when we say fan when engagement you, when
2: you say mean things on twitter someone sees it to yeah. The Cardinals.
0: They're probably not telling
2: Mo. They're not telling Mo about it. But there's <laughs> Michael Gersh. That's all Michael Gersh probably does. He Just goes on Twitter <laughs> and
0: finds out what moves. He, he's listening. He listens to all the podcasts. Yeah. Reads the blogs. Like well.
2: And then he tells Mo his great idea. Yeah. Well, this one guy says don't trade Gorman, and that's I think that's a good idea. <laughs> that's a good yeah yeah. We <laughs> he, should listen to should, that. Yeah. And so he just uses it as his own <laughs> ideas, and that's what that's all Gersh does.
0: He's, so all that to say, Michael Gersh probably has a burner account, but yes. Jose, like, doesn't really have time for that.
2: But even if Michael Gersh didn't have a burner account, it was just him, no one would still know who he was. That is that because is he true. doesn't do anything for the that St. Louis Cardinals true. that we know
0: about. I almost thought of how funny it would be at Blogger Day if somebody asked, So what what does he do? What does he handle <laughs> exactly? Do you have him going to minor league games to check up on prospects? Because you know he's not the one at the end of the day like pulling the trigger on right
2: i want to just pull up one last uh question or statement that we had from ron that's a good point this is back from earlier when we were talking about jeff albert and all that uh towards the beginning of the broadcast but jeff albert's credit for success this season is due to part in part of having turner
0: war albert pool in the dugout this season what do you think i think that's a good point especially albert and Mo actually talked about that a little bit at the Q and A as well. Somebody asked him about you know what they thought or what he thought Albert was bringing this year, and he said, "Yeah." He said I, he said he he thought he wasn't not only helping the younger guys but everybody, and he's brought an energy to the clubhouse that 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 they did. Um, and he actually talked some about their relationship. He talked about how obviously 2011, you know, it was partly cloudy, but he said now it's like that that never happened. Right, they're best know? friends. Yeah, or, you it, know,
2: best it, friends and. In- yeah. As much as you can. And he
0: did say like we didn't want to we didn't want to make that signing just for nostalgia.
2: Which we talked about as the possibility. And i, I s I'm sure DeWitt him hundred
0: percent. I might believe him. Yeah. I don't believe DeWitt though. Yeah. DeWitt knew what, what kind of money and revenue it was going to bring in. But I think Mo is happy that he's been I mean, Albert's had a pretty good last couple of weeks. In terms of productivity, he's hitting a little bit better, he's hitting the ball harder, And a lot more in the bats. home run derby,
2: he switched to a, a lighter bat after he yeah, wasn't he started hitting started bomb. the and ball. And I think maybe he should switch to a lighter bat in the games. There might be what, something to
0: that. Yeah. Maybe help him catch up to some of the faster stuff.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, do you think that Albert Pujols is, is a credit to some of these kids? I mean, some of the reason the Cardinals are hitting better? I mean, look, who's, who, who's hitting better this year than they did last year?
0: Goldie. Goldie is yeah. having
2: a phenomenal season. He's playing like everyone thought he would a few years ago when he when he came yeah. over to Cardinals.
0: I think that's more of like comfortability and having Arnado with him. Yeah, Arnado's hitting a lot better. Yeah, Arnado. You know, now Nolan put in a lot of work. So I mean, he clearly was not. Yeah. you know, satisfied with the last year. So I don't know that I give Albert this credit. I, I give him more with like Yepes, maybe some of the because the younger guys are especially Yepes. Like, like in hitting,
2: him. right? Yepes yeah. came in yeah. breaking. Yeah. So maybe
0: there's a a slump. Juan Soto all over him at the home run derby, man. They were very buddy buddy. But
2: maybe there's a happen that was starting to happen, and then Albert says, "Hey, you're doing this." Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's the what Jeff Albert hasn't done. That's my biggest gripe with Jeff Albert. To be honest, is I don't think he gets guys out of slumps or helps them when they're struggling. Right. I.e. Well, well, Paul. Let's be
0: honest. How could he? If right. he's not a former player, he's not a former hitter. Like Albert's, analytical
2: data, this is what your swing is doing. Albert
0: says, "I see this." Yeah, Albert can see and know. Like I've been through slums, or I've done it or I've flown. Yeah, pool. Sorry, can, I've flown open. i have not. I know what you're doing. Yeah, You can point it out. I mean, how many times have Juan have, have I seen Juan Soto hit a home run or get a big hit or something? Come in the dugout Juan. and a meet Juan. Or, sorry, I said Juan Soto. <laughs> I've got Juan Soto <laughs> on my mind. Maybe that's gonna happen in a few weeks. Juan Yepes. My bad. He's so attached to Albert pools, but how many times has he come in the the dugout to Albert? And immediately been like, you know, doing like this and like it clearly yeah. like you can tell they're having some sort of conversation. Like you told me this, and I looked yeah. for that, and that happened. That's another thing. Like look, like pitch recognition and looking for. Hey, I think he's gonna throw you this and do this. Jeff Albert's not doing that. I mean, he's not, and I think that's the value of Albert. I think they need to find a way, obviously, to bring him back to the team in some sort of role like that. I but think why would he?
2: I don't know that he would. Well, I mean, He doesn't have to. He's, yeah, you know, he's a he's a bajillionaire. I mean, you know, why does he care about? You know, you know, he's newly single now. I guess maybe he has more time, but he yeah. has five kids. I think, and right. he just won the humanitarian award for the ESPYS tonight as well. Which is awesome. Um, so he does a lot in the community, as in any community, and you know, for different. It, organizations. It'd be the
0: same thing as Edmonds and others. Like, why? Why would they? Why, why would, would they? they need to? Yeah. Why you know in. Yeah, they don't. They, Why would too. they want to travel that much?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a big part of it for Matt Holiday. And he's been wanting to get his kids yeah. through before he, he does any of those types of things. It was
0: the number one draft pick. Matt, we didn't it, even get into the draft. We didn't
2: talk about the draft. We, we, we
0: will have to do another episode with Kyle Reese on this draft and, yeah. and kind of his grade for the Cardinals, what he thinks. I know he is very ecstatic about the number one pick that we had, the, the lefty. It's Oregon State kid. Yes. Or
2: gone as Mr. Manfred. Yeah. Very high on that kid. So. Yeah, he doesn't have uh, hard stuff. He just swing and miss stuff. Yeah. which the Cardinals don't have a lot of swing and miss. Yep. Um, the trade deadline is in thirteen days. We're gonna end here. One hour forty minutes in. We're gonna end here. <laughs> the, the trade deadline is in thirteen days. August second is Juan Soto, a St. Louis Cardinal, in thirteen days. Within the next thirteen days, I think.
0: I say yes, if Patrick Corbin is with him. That's my that's my spin. all
2: day. do the St. Louis Cardinals win the World Series <laughs> this year. If we
0: get Juan Soto, yes. If we if that oh, trade man.
2: goes through, do the St. Louis Cardinals win the World Series
0: this season? All things be. I mean, Goldie Arnado keep doing what they're doing. So, oh, think about the protection it adds. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I've put the together lineup. lineups
2: and I go, Yeah, this lineup. Ooh, that lineup. And, even and then I you, go,
0: Shoot. Even if you have either Carlson or O'Neal out? gone, <laughs> yeah. one or the other, whoever's left, you know, if O'Neill puts it back together think, or Carlson starts getting it think going, Think about O'Neill batting like sixth would lengthen the line Oh, so gosh. Much. Like you, I think the big, my big thing on if they win it this year, I think if they go get Soto and Corbin with him is if. Jack comes back and he actually is productive that last month and a half or so. I think that's going to be a big part of it. All right, so you
2: say Soto's here in the next 13 days, and the St. Louis Cardinals win the World Series. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if
0: Cor- if Corbin's with it, hey,
2: him. watch out. How- look, Corbin's going to get out of that terrible team. He's going to come to St. Louis. He's
0: going to be revitalized. He's like be Lester, reval- Lester yeah. left with F- the Nats last year. On, was like, Wade man, the, I got something to pitch Wade for in now. the LeBlanc. Yeah. Come
2: on. Think about those three travesties of a, pl- a players that they into their careers. They all are. You
0: get to a team playing for something, it changes None your mindset a little this bit. Season. Yeah. None of
2: them. Yeah. Not as se- we had three. Think about that for one second. We had three pitchers in the season in the middle of a 17 game win streak starting the for us. Their careers
0: are pretty much done.
2: And their careers are over. Yep. Yeah. I think the. I think. I uh, I'm going to say, I think. The Cardinals are going to have Juan Soto on the team in the next 13 days. <laughs> I and, love
0: how much you flipped in the and, last like, 24 hours. And
2: great. I think they actually make a move to solidify the rotation still, not Patrick Corbin. I think that they're going to try and. I think that. I think you're right. I think it has to come in. They
0: don't get rid of. I think that's their best chance of getting. They Soto don't get Gorman. They, on that they
2: don't get rid of Gorman. They don't get rid of Tommy. They don't get rid of Walker. They don't get rid of. Those are the three I'm going to say. They don't get rid of those three. I think you still lose Carlson and Wynn. And they take on Corbin's contract and they go pick up a Paul Blackburn
0: type to solidify that. And they nice try. Bumgarner. No, I don't think that's happening. <laughs> You're
2: not getting Soto and Madison Bumgarner.
0: No, I do. I do. No, I. Well, especially if they take on Corbin, they're right, not, they're not taking on Bum not, But It just, would be way more don't realistic. Worry, he's still making 17 million. Right. As yeah. a arbitration number. It will, it'll be 20 or 21 next right. year. So, yeah, more after that. Yeah. So, no, no, no. Yeah, if they get Corbin, too, they're definitely not taking on Bumgarner. It would be way more realistic if they do, like, a guard type thing. For yeah. sure. All right. Yeah. That's an hour and 44. We had a lot to talk about. We did. And we'll we'll get back on a little more of a regular schedule here now. All we'll about off
2: days. days. is where we try to line them up in the off days yes. so then they have something to listen to. But you have this to listen to tomorrow on the there off you day. Um, you can always catch us on Spotify, Apple. There's other ones Austin, anchor anchor right? yeah. anchor yeah. all over the place. but you also lo- watch the whole videos again on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. Thanks there for you. everyone with the questions tonight. We appreciate that. yeah we enjoy the we enjoy questions and uh, appreciate all of them. Uh, follow us on Twitter that at that's a winner pod that's where we do most of interacting not so great on Facebook and uh, those things I try uh, follow Josh Brown at Josh Brown.
3: At Brown 116 And
2: then me is at jinx3086. Thanks for watching. Again, I am Ryan Jenkins. That's Josh Brown. And this has been That's a Winner Podcast.
3: Shooter
1: from the belt to the plate. A swing and a miss. And that's a winner. That's a winner. Away. Winner series winner for the Cardinals. Smith, corks one in the right down the line. It may go. Go so crazy, folks. Go so crazy. It's a home run and the Cardinals have won the game by the score a three to two on a home run by the wizard. To the long one the left field. Adios, goodbye, and maybe that's the winner. A three-run homer by Clark, and the Cardinals lead by the score of seven to five. They may go to World Series on that one, folks. One to two, one to The Cardinals are world champs in 2011.